And welcome back to another episode of Donut Squad Radio, the only place you can hear two best friends chat about all of the fandoms they love so much. Um, we have quite an amazing show ahead of you tonight. Um, we just got off watching Obi-Wan Kenobi, the new series on Disney+. Plus. The first two episodes dropped today, so of course we had to do... Uh, an after show of our instant reactions to uh, the first two episodes, parts one and two. Um, we are excited to break it down. We do not have an agenda here. We are just going to be talking about our reactions to the show itself, uh, what we thought, what we loved, what we didn't like. I don't think there's going to be a lot that we didn't like. Um, but before we get into it, I am here with my co-host, my best friend, Colin. Colin, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How's everybody doing out there? I'm doing well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Ooh. Man, we got a lot of fans yeah, out there. Yeah, we're uh, DSR is recorded in front of a live audience. Yeah, we're um, actually at Star Wars Celebration. No, we're not. Yeah, um, no, I wish. I wish. <laughs> oh my gosh, but one day. Yeah, I'm I'm doing well, Adrian. I mean, especially coming off of those two episodes. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Okay, so we watched these two episodes, and there were like little tiny things we would say. During the episodes, but yeah. we're not really big like talkers doing no. like while we're watching whatever. No. Um, but there were little things we'd kind of give you know reactions to each other, or um, like we'd be talking to Shannon a little bit about what was going on. Um, but like after the first episode, I was like, "Don't say anything." And we have to keep it for the podcast. Yeah, so <laughs> we're just, we're just keep... we pent everything up. <laughs> yeah. um, but Colin, I want to hear your gut reaction. Episodes one and two. Actually, we can break it down. Episode one, then no, let's just do the both. Let's just oh, let's just do them. I get in there. I gotta say, there there are not many shows that can grab me the way that this show did with just a recap of oh. of things that I've already seen <laughs> many times. Way too many, many times. Many times. Oh my gosh, the, it just the way that Anakin and Obi-Wan's journey together up until this point is edited together, scenes from all the prequels, obviously, just, you know, conversations they had throughout that shows, you know, what relationship they really had. And it in while I was watching it, I don't think it has ever struck me as hard than 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 it did watching this recap, but Obi Wan w- was sort of that fog- father figure that was forced into that role. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like I he he, he Qui Gon set him up for all that. Yeah, he was very much not like he was like hey like Qui Gon like this kid's dangerous. He was very reluctant, and they, like the the council has a problem with this kid for a reason. Like, even even on Tatooine, he was like, why do I feel like we've picked up another useless life form? Mm-hmm. And he was very much like, Qui-Gon, what are we doing? What a, we, f- we already have a Gungan in, in the Starfighter. Baby. <laughs> Qui-Gon, baby. baby. Listen, What Tony. are we doing? But it, it has never been, you know, it, it, watching that, I was like, wow, yeah. He really got forced into this. But then you see that that relationship shift you see it turn into i'm i'm no longer that that 
you know, forced father figure. Now I'm actually a mentor. I'm your older brother. I'm, I'm your, your father figure. There you go. You know? well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even, even Anakin has that, you know, you know, a dialogue that probably could have been written better in Revenge of the Sith where he's like, where he's like, oh, come on. And you know, I, you know, I view you as my, my father or something right. like that. Yeah. You know, like, but yeah, that, that recap in the first place, I mean, honestly held my attention more than any of the episodes of Boba Fett. I, I, I would just say it got me, it got me more excited. And to, to give everyone a little backstory, right before we started recording, we were just talking about how much we actually appreciated Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like, but that's just like the recap itself. It, it's nice. You know, one. catching us, you know. And there's a lot that goes into that, I mm-hmm. think. Like, I think, and I know you're, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you finish. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, but I think a lot of it is us finally seeing Lucasfilm under Disney give the credit where it's due in regards to the prequels. Yes. Because they've been prequel shy for years. Their first mm-hmm. video game didn't even touch the prequels, Battlefront. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been hiding from the prequels for so long where, you know, millennials, the prequels are our Star Wars. Um, so it's it's amazing to see the respect and... Um, you know, the prequels just to get the time of the day that they deserve. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyways, go on with the rest of your instant gut reaction. Well, I mean, also, to, to kind of branch off from the point you just made, I feel like Disney's kind of going to do what Disney does best in that they're going to take some of the weaker portions of those prequels and make them meaningful. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, they, I mean, they've, they've just done it before. You know, they've done it before with, with, with Thor. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Thor Dark World and stuff like that. Like yeah. some of the some of the weaker films in the MCU they've they've made important. Yeah. Um so so I, th- I I definitely see them doing something like that here. But I I am blown away by by both of these episodes. It I I have never on a Friday night, wish that it would were a work day, but I wish it was a I wish it was Wednesday right now. Oh my gosh! Like it's it, it it's that good. I wish I was. I wish I had gone to work. You know, <laughs> like I wish I could skip through. The I weekend. don't want the weekend anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give me Tuesday night, <laughs> Wednesday morning. That's all I want. Because now, now that we're not, we're probably not going to do a instant reaction. Yeah, yeah. on Wednesday, mm-hmm. I mean, we could, but. Um, unless we plan on doing something like that, I'm gonna wake up before work and watch the new episode. Heck yeah! And then watch it again after work. Yep. And then just Dude. give each other the 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 green light on what we thought about it yeah. once each of us have watched it. But it they they do some things that I I just I was not expecting, and those things actually play a huge role in in these episodes and in what I, you know, I expect the rest of the season to look like yeah. to come, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm definitely still digesting, but initial thoughts, fantastic. Just, yeah, absolutely fantastic. They, they blew me away with it. Yeah. So I, what, yeah, yeah. I, I want to hear what you think too. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't agree more. Like, 
you could probably tell just from like my physical reactions to watching it, mm-hmm. but like it was like the whole like hands on the head, like what? Yeah. Like right off right off the bat, um the first time we see Ben, first time we only got a little bit of Owen, but like Joel mm-hmm. Egerton was great. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he brought um, a lot of like good emotion to that role, like and and a lot of that weathered grit. Yeah, that Owen has in uh, in A New Hope. Um, like he he was definitely he definitely was channeling, um, you know, the same vibe as A New Hope, which was mm-hmm. great to see. Um, no, I mean. I was blown away from the like from the minute the show started. Um, uh, I think the standout things for me were, you know, we we see Alderaan, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, we're gonna get Leia awake quicker than I thought we were. Because yeah. like I was thinking like we might see Leia like in the trailer we saw a ten year old Anna, or ten ten year old Luke, mm-hmm. um, obviously because he's on Tatooine. I was like, man, I, I bet we get, we're gonna get maybe a little glimpse of yeah. Leia. And then I, you know, we kind of find out that one thing, she is like a big part of this story, at least in the first two episodes. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is cool. This is cool. Like we're gonna get two storylines at once. That's awesome. And then, you know, the fact that they made it so integral to Obi Wan's story, rather than having two storylines going on at once. Right. I was a little worried about that. Yeah. Maybe not worried, but I can see the criticisms come in. Not from me. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have cared. But, you know, people say, like, oh, this is Obi-Wan's show. Why are we getting a whole storyline on Leia? Right. Um, If they had just jumped from, you know, what Obi-Wan's doing to Alderaan randomly and just be like, oh, this is, you know, this is how she learned how to do this. This is how she, you know, yeah, I could could see that. I can see people complaining about it. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't be coming from me. But Mm -hmm. um, Star Wars fans are notorious for complaining about everything. Yeah. Yeah. no, but like from the visuals to the acting performances, the Inquisitors were amazing. The fifth brother, I think it's the fifth brother. Yeah, I think I thought that was. He was my standout um, Inquisitor. I thought he, he was the one with the, the large helmet. Yeah. Um, he had a like very a Christian Bale Batman voice. Yeah, but it was like sometimes a little robotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he looks very different than he does in, the, in Rebels, which is fine by me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. Um, but he was great. Um, the, the Grand Inquisitor right off the bat was fine. And then as the two episodes went on, his look just got more menacing. I liked him a lot. Yeah. Like I was, I was very intrigued with him. Unfortunately, I think, um, uh, what's her name? Reaver. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I, I don't (laughs) dislike her. I don't love her. She's, she's. I'm still working, still working with her. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm. This is my my guess right here. This is gonna be a theory. I am going to guess that she she was connected to Obi Wan in some way. Maybe when she was a youngling. Well, uh, yes, something. I definitely don't disagree with um, that. Because it see it it doesn't necessarily seem like I I wanna I wanna know what the um, Grand Inquisitor meant by that that she's the lowest of them like she 
like she came from it's almost it's almost like she was a jedi and they you know brainwashed her or something like that like that's an interesting point um because the opening shot was order 66 in mm-hmm. the jedi temple first off that oh was oh my gosh right when right when we see Coruscant and we see the younglings i like under my breath i was like oh no oh man <laughs> <laughs> it's i was like here. i was like i knew we were going to have to see it again mhm but i didn't know it was going to be like that it was right right off the right. bat that like sort of like grassroots like like straight up like here are the younglings and their teacher just it when it went to shaky cam was when i was like this is awesome yeah this is exactly what they needed to do they needed to treat this for what it was yeah it it was chaos like the the poor poor little students are just going through motions in a class and then all of a sudden everybody's everything's gone to shit and people are just like their teachers are just getting blown away yeah and unfortunately that's something we like hidden a little too close to home these days and yeah. You know, we definitely don't want to make light of that. No. But it was a very real moment mm-hmm. right off the bat hitting, like, I don't know. I was I was hitting the gut. Um, again, knowing that it was going to come up eventually in this show, we were going to get a flashback of it, and we were going to get a possibly i think we're gonna get more flashbacks from I think it so too um, i can see that yeah i think we're gonna get obi-wan's like distress call he sends out mm-hmm. um you know at some point in this show it's gonna be heartbreaking again and you know since revenge of the sith we've had uh clone wars deal with it we've had jedi fallen order deal with it we've had mandalorian actually it was book of boba fett where we see or was it was it Book of Boba Fett? Yeah, it was. But yeah. When Luke is like tapping into Grogu's um, mm-hmm. like memories of everything. Um, and, you know, every single time it hurts even worse. Yeah. But um, so for us to go to that, but my the reason I brought it up was because I she might have been a youngling that night. Right. And she's so traumatized knowing that Obi-Wan is, you know, she could have this this idea that Obi-Wan's the reason that happened mm-hmm. because he was the one who was in charge of Anakin. He Maybe. failed Anakin. You know, the Sith are great at pinpointing someone's weakness and someone's anger mm-hmm. and blowing it up and, you know, like, like, oh, well, you know, this was Obi-Wan's fault and yeah. we're going to hunt him. Right. Like she could have that uh, this idea that, like, it's his fault that Order 66 happened in the first place and she was, you know a part of this massacre mm-hmm. at the Jedi temple. So that's one of my theories. Point. At this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I like that theory. I'm, I, I am interested to see what, what her true motives are to, I, 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 I don't believe that her only motive is to get in good with Darth Vader. I, I don't think that's the only thing. I think, um, I don't think that, isn't her motive like mm-hmm. i think that is i think she like we are seeing her true motive yeah but i think it, like what you're saying it could be a lot deeper i think there that. are layers yeah. to yeah. right 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 yes yeah, um, yeah, yeah but i do like how she like that scene it's like she brings up vader and he's very present <laughs> yeah. in the episode oh my gosh. 
Yeah. He Anakin is very present in the episode throughout. Oh, yeah. And and people aren't afraid to use his name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and, and that's that's one thing that I was actually kind of shocked about because I I had a feeling that I had a feeling that they were going to avoid using Anakin's name only because they all knew he was dead. Like they 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 knew that he was he was Vader when he died. Yeah. When he, you know, quote unquote died to them. Yeah. So I I was surprised by that. Even even when Reaver says that too. Says yeah. Anakin Skywalker is alive. I was like I was shocked that like she said that. I was like, well, that's interesting that she would even, you know, really use that as his name. Because like, even he says like Anakin like yeah. in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Vader says Anakin Skywalker is dead. Right. You know. Um, so, yeah. I, I thought that was interesting, too. Mm-hmm. For many reasons. that The point you pointed out. And, and just Vader acknowledging that Anakin's dead. Mm-hmm. Being another one. Um, but, um, I don't know. He was... I, I, I liked it a lot that he was very present in the episode. Where we don't... Well, both episodes, but we don't actually see him until the very end of... Yes. Yeah. And that was a very cool way to end an episode. It was really cool. Yeah. And the the makeup looks great. I mean, oh even when he's gosh. in a back-to-tank, like... Well, they did a great job of making him look like... Um, what's his name? Sebastian... Uh... Oh, man. I hate myself for forgetting his name. Um, who played Darth Vader in Return of the Jedi right. when his helmet came off. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll come to me like mid-sentence yeah. in like 20 minutes. Um, but they made they made it... Uh, they did a good job making him look like Hayden Christensen, but mm-hmm. also looking like um, Return of the Jedi, Darth Vader. Sebastian. And Sebastian. <laughs> I'm going to look it up on my phone yeah. while you're talking next. But um, But that was great, hearing his voice... And that episode was great. Yeah, like I, um, I was kind of anticipating some Hayden, like more Hayden Christensen mm-hmm. in these two episodes, whether it be flashbacks or whatever. Um, we got some really cool like nightmare flashbacks. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, I I liked that too, especially because I mean, I I have a feeling that, um, you know. I think I think they meant to show that Obi Wan kind of has those dreams, you know, constantly. Like he's yeah. been having he's been having them for it, this isn't like a recent occurrence that this he's having these ten years exactly. Know? And and it was interesting to me that at the end, um, when Obi Wan says, you know, he just says Anakin, and then it it hard cuts to. Anakin or Darth Vader in the back to tank and his eyes shoot open. Yeah. I it shows that their their connection to the to each other through the force is still there. And that's yeah. why he's been having those dreams. And he's probably that's that might also be why Qui-Gon is currently shut off from him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's he's semi it, it it was interesting to me because it seemed like he he had Sort of shut himself off from the Force, which I get, but he was also trying to reach out to his former master, Qui-Gon, for guidance each night. Yeah. So it was like one of those things where it's like, 
in order to achieve that, you know, ability that it seemed like Yoda in the beginning said, there's still training for you to do. In order to do that, don't you kind of, wouldn't you kind of have to stay kind of fresh on your force usage? And I understand why he wouldn't. He's in hiding. Yeah. He doesn't want to, you know, get anybody there. But it, it seemed counterintuitive that he would shut himself off from the force and then try to achieve something that force users work their entire lives to do. I think he's in a kind of a crossroads here or like just a between a rock and a hard place where like he needs to use the force to communicate with Qui-Gon. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't want to totally lose his force abilities, mm-hmm. but we see when Leia is falling, it takes him a second to oh even catch gosh, her. Yeah. Yeah. Where like we've seen other force users just catch people like out of instinct. Yeah. Like uh, Jedi Fallen Order, for example. Like Cal just like Catches his friend yeah. um, on the rig instantly, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so I, you know, I think I, I do think maybe not like maybe he wasn't like cut he cut himself off of the force, but I think he was like really hesitant to use it, right? And even in that moment, like it took him a second because you, you saw some hesitation in his mm-hmm. eyes, hesitation in his hand movement, <laughs> where like. He he does grab her, but it was kind of like, oh god, yeah, I really don't want to do this. Yeah, yeah. And well, like, I mean, even earlier in episode one, uh, Owen almost gets iced, and he he wasn't going to do anything. Yeah, like, you don't even see him like almost reach his hands out or anything yeah. like that, like prepare to do something. He's like, no, like <laughs> it's not even that suspense of yeah. like, oh, Obi Wan's going to turn himself in. And he yeah. was just standing there, he's no. like, nope. He's like, well. Sorry, Owen. Like, Looks like Luke is mine. Luke's, Luke's <laughs> gonna get all the toys he wants. <laughs> Great Easter egg too. I mentioned it during the episode, but that was a uh, I think it's like a T sixteen Skyhopper. Skyhopper. Um, little like speeder thing that Luke eventually gets a, a real one of, and sh- flies through Beggars Canyon, hitting Womp Rats. You know. Has made famous from A New Hope. Happy 45 years of A New Hope. Yeah. Two days ago. Um, so, um, that was a cool little throwback. And mm-hmm. we see Luke playing with that in uh, A New Hope as well. The, the little model toy, whatever. Um, but yeah, I think I, I do think he was kind of cut off from the Force. And I think that kind of awakening by catching Leia... Because we didn't really see him do anything else with the force, no. um, it, and there were plenty of times where I really thought he was going to do something, and he just didn't. And all he was doing was using a blaster. Mm-hmm. We didn't even see old blue come out. No, no, I'm that's gonna that. be, dude. That's <laughs> gonna be such a hype moment. I think it's gonna be with an inquisitor first. Yeah, um, but I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, he was I would using love his, it. Yeah. I, would, I would love it. I'm sorry to interrupt. No. I would love it if the first time he lights that sucker up is up against Darth Vader. Yeah. I think that, I think, I think they, and it has potential to do that because I think he'll be able to maneuver his way. He's kind of shown that he'll be able to maneuver his way out of situations with the Inquisitors. Yeah. I just think the the amount of emotion that would be in that scene that the first time he's got it back in his hand and he really ignites it against 
the person he last ignited it against. Yeah. <laughs> like, would, oh man, like. That would be so emotional. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I would love to see that actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a point I was going to bring up. I think we are going to see Vader sooner than, like, there's only six episodes. Yeah. And the pacing already is, it's very high paced. Oh, like, man. the show is very high paced already. Man. Yeah, it's. And I think one of the big criticisms of Marvel shows, at least, and they're under the same umbrella, you know, mm. Disney Plus and everything, has been the pacing. Yeah. I honestly don't have a problem with the pacing of the Marvel shows. I think they do leave a lot up to the finales. Um, but that can't I don't even think that's true for every Marvel show um, in, in, in any regard. But um, this show has proven to be not like that at all. No. Right off the bat, it is high high pace. Like Obi Wan is already off planet mm-hmm. within the first episode, um, or at the end of the first episode. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was great. But I I do think we're gonna see Vader earlier because in Rebels we see him come um, to the Sith planet, which I'm blanking on the name. Um, at the end of not, season two, it's not Exegol. No, no. It's um, where they find the the Sith holocron, oh, and Ahsoka oh. and uh, Vader have their first standoff since the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's when Ahsoka has a realization that Vader is Anakin because yeah. she didn't know. Like right. Obi Wan knew Vader was Anakin's right. Sith name, but Ahsoka did not. Up, you know, from what we know, mm-hmm. she had no idea that that was his name. So, but he comes out flying on his Jedi or his uh, Sith interceptor, Tie interceptor, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and you know, that's just for Ahsoka, Ezra, and Kanan. So if Obi Wan's there, I feel I feel like we're gonna see him next episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, that kind of like leads me into like one of the points I did want to bring up was like, where do you see this going? Um, That's a good point because like, I mean we know. We know where each one of them ends up. Yeah. So, like, let's well first let's let's kind of like run through everything that happened in the first two episodes. Yeah. It's like yeah. First, we see uh, obviously we get the flashback order sixty six. Yeah. Start out with that kick ass recap. Yeah. I can't get over this recap. <laughs> can't forget this recap here. They should play that before every single episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be so Dang, down for that. you forgot. Like yeah. this is what happened last episode. But this is what happened uh, well before the last yeah. episode. Yeah. So we get the the. Badass recap. Mm-hmm. We get Order sixty six, and then we get um, Ben. I love, I love how Ben is like his undercover name. It's not just yeah. like a nickname that he had when he became older. Yeah, you yeah. know, because like it was never really established. You know, like why his name was Ben versus Obi Wan <laughs> right. in a New Hope. It's like well, that's not a name I've gone by in a long time. Yeah, you know, it's like why? Yeah, we didn't know that. Like, why, yeah, why are you? What you're? You're now old Ben. Yeah. Like, in the original, the OT, like, we have, we have no idea why mm-hmm. that's his name rather than Obi-Wan. Um, and obviously, there can be a lot of assumptions made between the two trilogies after we got the prequels, but it is really cool to see him be like, no, my name is Ben. Yeah. And they're like, no, you're Obi-Wan. He's like, I don't like, know. You're no, the wrong like, person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you. But we see Ben working um, on what looks like a... Crate dragon that's, or something. That's what I thought. It's something really big. 
a lot um, of meat a lot of meat that they're and, just leaving out and overnight. it's <laughs> it's just coming from like the dorsal fin like that's what yeah. it looks like at least <laughs> like like i don't know how much bigger this thing gets or like how they're like getting it but yeah he's like a he's almost like it's like a mix between a, um being a miner and like a, like a del- butcher. butcher yeah <laughs> yeah he's like a like a factory yeah. he's like he's like in uh what is it called um, not Animal House, uh, Farm, uh, what is it, the book? Animal Farm. Animal Farm. Mm. Animal House, Animal, animal farm House Farm. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's all about like the, the meatpacking industry. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. he's kind of like in, in a meatpacking factory where like they're cutting up the crate Dragon. Yeah, dude. And he slips a little bit into his, uh... are, are those just like his rations? Like, is he allowed to take that or is he like, I think it's a little undercover. Like, okay. I think it's okay. a little low key. I think he's bringing it to his, uh. Um, what's it called? His uh, little camel. Oh, that, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's a good um, point. I because for some reason I feel like Jedi don't eat meat, but I could be making that up in my head. They're pescatarian. It's part of my, <laughs> and we actually don't eat shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's part of my head canon that they're vegetarians. Um, but so we see all that. Hmm? Um, and then we get like the Inquisitor show up. We get. Yeah, uh, the Grand Inquisitor. The I think it's the fifth brother, uh, and the third Rav- sister. The third, and she. That's Rav- that's that's yeah, Reva. 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 Reva is her name. Um, and they're looking for Jedi. We see this young Jedi. Poor guy. That was cool as hell, though. The um, that she just tossed a dagger into that guy's face, and you know the guy. Couldn't the Jedi could not help himself? Yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't love. I didn't love that. They referred to the Jedi as hunting themselves, because I, I don't think that's actually you know, it's not really. I don't think anybody would say that they reveal themselves. Yeah. Like 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 I. I think in their eyes, like, it's all about the hunt. Right, yeah, So it's, yeah. it's not all about the reveal. So in their eyes, they're like, you know, they're so obsessed with the hunt where that's how they're going to phrase it. Right, you know? okay, yeah. Um, but I know what you mean. That makes sense. I was just I, like, I, I don't disagree with your point. Yeah, but I, I was think, like... Not being an apologist here, but I think... I, that's what, that's, yeah, yeah, the way they would view it, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I also love, I love that they did touch on this because it is so true. It is... <laughs> It, and it was very reminiscent to, again, Fallen Order. Yeah. Where a Jedi is trying to, you know, be undercover, but their morals, their code is constantly the thing that gets them caught. Yeah. You know, it's, I, I mean, it's a fault um, of theirs that Ben seems like he's done a pretty darn good job of kind of saying screw the code he's like it and i Even think with the the jedi who comes man uh, he's like no screw you man like i i can't help you i cannot help you but it was nari nari the jedi yeah was he, okay yeah and I, I he was cool yeah he was cool yeah. i thought we were gonna see him in a flashback or something because he had like these face markings yeah i thought that was gonna be very distinctive and we we're gonna see something we still might maybe yeah we saw i don't know that was like i saw the face markings i was like we're gonna see him somewhere else in a different form. Yeah, they did that for a reason so that we yeah. know. Yeah, um, 
But uh, really, really quick to jump back to uh, just the 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 opening scene of uh, of Ben kind of just going through the motions of his day to day life. It super reminded me of and and it's funny because we were just talking. I was just texting you about uh, Logan today. Oh yeah, it totally reminded me of of Logan. The, yeah. the movie and just you just see seeing Wolverine just go through a day-to-day like job as a driver and he's just was like, is just like you know how badass of a character this is and what he could do and he's like just prom yeah party and <laughs> just like, like yeah and and it, it totally reminded me of that because it's just like you take these spectacular characters and you just be like yeah like what if what if they really just had to stick to a nine-to-five type type deal it's like, like they just they go just to work, to blend in, and drive on back, eat a meal, go to bed, take care of crazy Uncle X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, right. And like, Ben has to go deal with crazy Jawas, hey, those stealing crazy Jawas. his stuff. Tika? Um, what was that? What was that? Tika or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. I liked him. Um, I like. I like their dynamic. I did too. I like the Jawa. Just the fact that he was just like, I know you're bullshitting me, and I know you stole from me. But like you can at least clean it. Yeah, I love. I'm a huge Jawa fan. Dude, in general, on me, and I love how they've continued to use them. Yeah, I think um, I wasn't a big fan of the OT, and then like I think Mandalorian really sold me on Jawas. First one, yeah, and I love big egg. Yeah, and like I think the there's like ongoing jokes about like red eyed Jawas versus. Yellow eye, because <laughs> like red eye Jawas apparently off world Jawas, but oh. like everyone's like, but what world? Yeah, and like, like, you know, it's world? like it's very funny. Like, is there an entire just Jawa world? <laughs> they're like, but like Tatooine has all yellow eye Jawas, but like you go to like Navarro, and you have red eye huh. Jawas, and like they're I don't just know. different variants. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. And so yeah, I love the Jawas, but um. I, I did like one thing they did in the show was have pretty much the same shot on mm-hmm. repeat where you see the same camera angle coming down on like the meat factory line whatever mm-hmm. you see Ben doing the same thing um, packing up his little rations yeah. um, and then you see the transport taking him back and it's the same shot but it's the, the only thing that's different is like the people who are around him on that transport and it was very reminiscent of like the beginning of like a what's a good example like Fight Club or something where like it's a normal dude kind of and then the, like shit hits the fan going through the motions yeah yeah, yeah. It's and it's just like, like boom 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 yeah. A B C one two three you know it's like when um, they show like you know like them turning off their alarm clock going uh, showering or like looking at themselves in the mirror then they're on the bus yep then they're working then they're like eating dinner yep slamming the alarm clock you know like it's it's it is that you know drone you know day to day yep yep just going cue beetles yes and um i i did like that they did that it was very subtle too it wasn't like uh like a record scratch like ah, that's me like <laughs> you're probably wondering how i got here <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was very subtle how they did that because there were things happening in between but then it was like and we're back to his normal mm-hmm. day to day um, so I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got cut to Alderaan. One thing, one one yes. thing we did point out when we were watching was like, 
Alderaan was very pleasing. To, oh, yeah. To, like, aesthetically, the show is already very pleasing. Mm-hmm. Um, Alderaan, Tatooine, and um, the new planet... Um, um, I'll check it out. It's a new... Yeah. It's a, it, this is a new planet. Is it? Okay, cool. Um, they... The style of the planet was... Uh, Looked at, you know, they, they kind of stylized it after Tokyo, mm-hmm. um, kind of like, that, you know, yeah. but like with a criminal underground, yeah, um, similar to the same, the city in, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, oh, yeah, yeah, so, I love this planet, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, yeah, the, same here, I'm glad they didn't just do like the criminal underground of Coruscant, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Like, I love like, Coruscant. I would love. I would have loved to have seen that. But we've seen Obi Wan on right. Coruscant so many times. This is use these other planets. It was awesome I mean? to see. Yeah, it. yeah. It's a um, galaxy, man. Like <laughs> it was great. Yeah, yeah. But we uh, we see Alderaan. Mm-hmm. We see Bail Organa. I was very happy to oh, see him. He seems like a great dad. <laughs> great <laughs> he guy. He seems we, so nice. He's just such a such an awesome dude. But yeah, great dad. Um, and. The casting of Leia was a huge standout for me. She crushed it. She was incredible. Like, she, at such a young age, mm-hmm. was able to, like, really um, kind of, like, what's the word? I don't know. Sort of embody, or, yes. like, channel. Yes. That, I think embody that, was that the word Carrie I was Fisher for. of, like, very, like, yeah, stubborn, but also, like, very, like, witty. It's exactly what I imagine yeah. Carrie Fisher as a tenor. Yeah, yeah. Like, like very um, confrontational. Yeah. Like, maybe not really stubborn, but, mm-hmm. like, very passionate about what she believes in. And, like, I don't know, very independent. Mm-hmm. And not really wanting to go into the family business. But like when he says like that's why you're gonna be like one of the best senators out there, right? I was like, Dang. I was like oh, they are really point. nailing this. It's a good point. They, yeah, I don't think they could have done Leia better. Like <laughs> that was, that was great. Yeah, yeah, no, I um, agree. So we see all that happen. Yep, a few back and forth. We see her get kind kidnapped, stalked. Yeah, and then by, kidnapped by Flea, the basis of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> I knew Which he, would, he he did a good job. Honestly. He did, like, yeah. If I didn't like, I wouldn't have thought anything of him unless no. I knew he was flea from right. Red Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah, but he, uh, I knew he was gonna have a cameo because mm-hmm. Deborah Chow, the the director, just directed their most recent like, it's not even like a music video. It's like a whole like mint like a short film. Oh, cool. On the Red, okay. Red Hot Chili Peppers. She was, she just directed that. Mm-hmm. Um. So I and and there were rumblings that he was going to be in this. Yeah, yeah. but he, I think he did a great. He job. He did a good job. I mean, he he played a good space thug really well. Um, and I think that them having the call to action for Obi Wan be Leia yes. was very smart because, like, like I said before, when like that is a great plot point, mm-hmm. and for them to use. They, that could have been anyone, but for them to just plug in a character that we know really well, and yes. it, it's pretty much the only character that could get him off world. Right. That yeah. made. That's pretty much the only way I see that scenario making sense. Right. Right. I don't see Obi Wan leaving for anybody else. No, no, not at all. This was. I think she. This that whole 
storyline served as a, a perfect catalyst to get him off world yeah. and get their story arcs involved in intertwined and have them meet because she, you know she she even says in a new hope you know he's an old friend of our family yeah you know so and also she's at that age where she probably would still remember him a little bit but not you know unless unless they continue their relationship down the road which i don't see them doing i see him you know once this grand adventure is over going back to tatooine and he's keeping an eye on luke pretty yeah, much I agree. but um it this it, her age totally sets a sort of like yeah i sort of remember this guy from you know i i, I remember he he has helped our family before yeah. and you know he, he has saved my life before so I trust him enough that I would send this message to him. Well, yeah, it makes sense. You know, it. So I, I know, like Deborah Chow did say, like going into this, that like this is going to change some relationships that you see in the original trilogy, mm-hmm. like or how you see some relationships. And I think she was talking about the relationship between Leia and Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. But it just makes. I think it just like adds to you know, like oh my god, Vader's boarding my ship right now who am i going to send my one last chance yeah. of you know destroying the empire this one thing we have against the empire mm-hmm. who is this going to oh it has to be obi-wan yeah like right. who, why why would she just be like oh my dad talked about this guy one time like no he came and mm-hmm. saved me yeah yeah like i've seen this guy you know i've seen what he can do yeah um, i think so just, i know that he's the right person to have it i think it just adds value mm-hmm. to that which is already like you know an amazing. Oh, yeah. New Hope is why we're talking about this. Yeah, but, like, like for them to add more weight to a movie that already holds so much weight is amazing. And well, and and to that point, I think another another relationship that I I certainly got a lot out of, even without getting any lot any dialogue um, from you know a young Luke, is Uncle Owen. Yeah, his relationship with with Luke and Ben because you know Ben asks you know is 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 the boy okay like is he okay is is Luke doing all right and he's like you know you don't care you're worried if he has started started to show any sort of force sensitivity so you can train him yeah. so you can put him in harm's way that's yeah. that's pretty much he's honestly like from watching, you know, A New Hope and stuff like that, I was always just like, oh, you know, Uncle Owen's just a stubborn old, old farmer who wants a, wants his free labor. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I mean, that's really what it was. It was like, oh, like, you know, yeah, he's worried that he'll get injured in war and stuff like that. But he's not necessarily worried, you know, for for his real safety. Like, the fact that he knows that Luke is Force-sensitive, the fact that he knows that... Somebody like Darth Vader is going to come for him. He's yeah. not just going to have the, you know, he's not just going to take a blaster to the arm or something like that. Like, he will be tortured. Yeah. Like, he will be brought in and absolutely, you know, ripped apart by these people. So, um, I, I really, I connected more with Uncle Owen's side of the whole of 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 everything in in um, a new hope just from watching these two episodes. I agree. You know? it, gave, it gave us a little bit more insight because when Owen confronts 
Obi Wan with the Skyhopper, mm-hmm. um, uh, little model, toy. and he throws it back at him. Yeah, he's like, "It's just a toy, Owen." He's yeah. like, it means a lot more than that. And how I interpreted that was, it what it means is, you know, an opportunity to get off this planet, right? Because right. immediately Ben is like. There's more to the world than just your farm. There's an entire galaxy out there. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like it really does feel like Owen is like sheltering. He's Elsaing. Oh yeah. Luke he right now. Is. He's keeping him locked away in mm-hmm. Arendelle. Great movie <laughs> reference. Um <laughs> But uh no, like I, I really do think that like that gave us a little more insight because like I think maybe neither of them are really right doing the the, the perfect thing yes. for Luke like yeah. they're both on opposite sides of the spectrum but even so one thing that was a little surprising to me that was and I'm not saying this as a uh, like a plot hole at all but first Obi-Wan is like the Jedi are gone you know and he's telling this Jedi mm-hmm. who confronts him in the desert to move on bear your yeah. lightsaber yeah. move on with your life yeah. live a normal life and then he's like well when Luke comes of age he needs to be trained he needs to be trained yeah so it it i, I think i think obi-wan has a lot more hope than we see but i think i think for the common jedi who just approaches him who he doesn't know he's gonna be like do yourself a favor and don't ever like come back to this life yeah yeah but someone like luke who he in his head he's very obviously traumatized by what he sees as his failure with anakin yep and he feels like he can redeem himself with, he with Luke. It. Yeah. And um, and I th- I think maybe a part of him is more so like when he comes of age, um, we need to train him just so that he can defend himself. But but also it's like you know if you let him. Also Obi Wan, you know if you let him just live a normal life. He'll never know about any of this. Yeah. Um, so I, I I don't know. Yeah. It's in. It's again one of those things where it's like, you know, if we did that, then we wouldn't have a story. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, so. Yeah. And I think, yeah. and I also think they're gonna explain a lot. Of, like, they could explain a lot of Obi Wan's intentions for Luke. Right. Moving forward, like that's definitely not gonna be the last we see of Owen or no. Luke. Like they're going back to Tatooine. No way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What one thing I noticed. Um, is that pretty much everything we saw in the trailers leading up to this we saw already? In yeah. The show. Yes. Um, I believe but most shots. There's like a few shots in the Inquisitor's base. Yep. We haven't seen right. yet, and I believe there's a hangar, and I think that's in the their base as well. Mm-hmm. So I think those are the only shots we have not seen that were in the trailer, which is very. Mm-hmm. That's what something I re- like in Endgame. Yeah. We got, you know, the first like fifteen minutes of the movie, and then we got like little tiny snapshots yeah. of the rest of the movie. Yeah. But you know, the trailers were like pretty much the first fifteen minutes yeah, of the movie. We don't movie, want to show you anything. And we didn't get anything. Else. That's perfect. That's good. So I think we're gonna. I don't know. I hope they. They're obviously gonna give us more week to week, more trailers and everything. Um. But yeah, so you know yep. the rest of the story we saw was Obi Wan getting off planet. Yep. Um, 
finding Leia, them having a little back and forth. She finally sees that he's oh. actually a Jedi. He has that sweet moment with her where Oh my oh god broke my heart. Where he was like, you know, you remind me of someone. And at first I thought he was talking about I Anakin. Th- I thought he was talking about Anakin too. Um, and then he was like he was like you know, she was she uh, um she was yeah. a very strong leader. She was like, Was she a Jedi too? Yeah. She was like, No, but she was a really strong leader. Yeah. I was like Oh, oh no, oh, man! Oh. And like, Padme. I I turned to you midway through there, walking through the streets and having just like normal conversation, and I was like, "Oh, he's walking with Anakin's daughter." Right yeah, now. And like, like when it just you get that me. realization, like that it really is like it's it's almost like her uncle, like like yeah. like her her uncle or her, her like she even says like. More like my grandfather, yeah. you know that, which was funny. But like, yeah, like that was funny. It would be like her grandfather taking her out on the town, you know, buying <laughs> her, and she, her like, a we'll nice get, little. Yeah. We'll have the green, the green cape, and and the gloves. You don't like, need the gloves. You don't need those. And then <laughs> she like, just starts putting them on. He's like, and we'll get the gloves. And like, yeah, I don't know. I just I I found their dynamic so enticing, so funny. I very, loved it too. Very yeah. good chemistry between mm. the two of them. Um, and that that moment when I was just like, like, you know, he's just looking at her, like, with, you know, loving eyes. Oh, yeah. Like, this is my brother. This is my son's daughter. Whatever. You yeah. know, like, this is my best friend's daughter. Like, I will not let anything mm-hmm. happen to her, you know? And it's like, and, it, and it's also a good point. It's a good realization time that um you know um the the organas were were right when they when they were reaching out for him to help for to help she was like they were like you know his daughter our our daughter is just as important as the son yeah which he just hasn't see he just hasn't seen her you know she's been somewhere else but he's you know he's been fixated on luke for 10 years right yeah, and it's and it's like you're trying to make this right in your own head, but you got to realize that there's an there's a whole other person you have to help out. Like it's not just she's gonna be fine, you know. Um, yeah, I did. I did like that moment. Um, I I like all the vulnerability we're seeing with Obi Wan of him being like, I'm not, I'm not the man you knew ten years ago, yeah. Yeah. and him being, I I really. I, th- I love that they are really diving into like his emotions following Revenge of the Sith. His fallout with a Jedi Order, with him being a Jedi, with you know his understanding of himself as a person. Like I'm loving, like Deborah Chow said going into this, like this is a character, uh, character driven story. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is a I don't forget how you know a character work or whatever. I forget how she phrased it. But it's very much looking at himself, Obi-Wan, as a character and how he progresses and how he's been in the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. And right off the bat, we see, like, how much he's struggling with everything. Um, Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, even fights, dude. Like, you see him throw a punch and he's literally, like, looking at his hand like, like, damn, I don't remember this hurting this much. (laughs) Another thing I, I did like, though, was it was very, in my opinion, like, realistic where his first, like... With those two, uh, like the Zabrak and yeah. the other, when he's at the, um, what we call when he's, it, Oga's... Uh, Oga's Crackhouse. Oga's Crackhouse, yeah. yeah. And he's, he's Obi, Obi Walter White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and he's like, 
grappling with those two thugs, mm-hmm. like his first hit doesn't hit well. And then he kind of gets the hang of it and then starts landing some good moves. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that's pretty realistic. He's rest, he's rusty, but mm-hmm. he's tr- he trained his whole life up until 10 years ago. And you can't tell me in Tatooine, in most Eisley, he didn't have to fight someone yeah. over the last 10 right. years. He, right. Like, he, he still has he's it. He definitely can, yeah. What what I thought was so cool was, was, you're right, like his first punches were like, did not go well. Yeah. And then I think... He he kind of has that self realization where it's like, wait a minute, I'm smart. We're smarter We're than this. this. <laughs> and he's like, I'm 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 not that Obi Wan anymore. Where I'm the one who makes that first punch. He starts to wait for them to make a move and yeah. then turns it against them. Yeah. So yeah. he's got that sort oh, of like yeah. It's like it's like that that old master who's like. I'm going to use all of your momentum against you rather yeah. than try to produce my own. Yeah. So like I was like this is super cool and this is how he would fight. This is how he would handle people like this. He wouldn't yeah. just be able he's never been that I'm just going to hit harder. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I guess you could say when he was a when he was a knight in in uh episode 1 Yes, he, because he was young, he he still had a he lot. He went of, after Darth. He Maul. went after him, was, and that was yes. still one of my favorite scenes yeah. in Star Wars. But now he's he's very much like a I will wait for you to make your move, and then I'm going you. to mess you up. For, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, that, I thought that was cool. Yeah, they showed that. Love love that. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know, you can tell. Like I think this can be said with everything we've seen from Star Wars TV, at least. Um, since the Disney acquisition, everything is very intentional. Mm-hmm. The people who are behind these series and in the movies, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think JJ and Ryan Johnson are both huge fan oh, movies. Yeah. Yeah. And they are very passionate about what they did. Um, it's not their fault that the movies weren't planned out ahead of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they still put in a lot of heart and passion into the movies. But um, the series themselves have been very well thought out, very well planned, and they are clearly made by people who... Star Wars is more than just a TV show. It's, yeah. It is a huge part of their heart, mm-hmm. and everything is intentional. Right. Um, Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, Clone Wars, Bad Batch, everything has been so emotional, so touching, and I think this show is like just like doubling down on that, where like every little thing is like not an accident mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i don't know I, I i i there's so many things i appreciate about this so far and you know just like his fighting style like we're talking yeah. about um some callbacks that aren't even just like there for the sake of being there yeah you know um some of the tattooing references being in the jawa language i think was a very nice touch where like we're getting you know like anchor head but it's like they're not just throwing out these like buzzwords. We have to mm-hmm. read them, but it's like very familiar, but it's in a different language. I don't know. I yeah. thought that was very, very cool. I don't know. I, think- I was surprised in the uh, um, when the Organas were reaching out to uh, to Obi One that we didn't get a "You're Our Only Hope." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was genuinely thinking. I was like, at some point they're going to say it, but I'm kind of glad that they didn't. I they- like like. I'm I'm glad they didn't say that. Yeah, Bale kind of said it 
Bale did say without saying it when yeah. he came to Tatooine, he's yeah. like, you are the only person I trust with this. Right. Right. And that says a lot. And I think that was a big moment because obviously they went through, they went to hell and back together yeah. um, 10 years ago. Um, and like, I don't know, that, that was a big moment. That was an emotional moment too. Mm-hmm. Um, not to like derail this part, but like when, when Bale kind of picks apart Obi-Wan, he's like, you're scared of failing again. It's like everything that happened with Anakin has happened and it's done. Yeah. Like you have to move on from this and you need like you can still save these kids. You can't be scared of right. failure your the rest of your life. Right. And Obi-Wan, it's it's amazing to see someone like Obi-Wan who we know as first we know him as old Ben. Mm-hmm. And he is like the you know, he is he is Luke's north star. Yeah. And he is Luke's, you know, guiding light throughout the trilogy along with Yoda and he is just like Pretty much, you know, obviously he's misleading Luke a little bit, but he can yeah. essentially do no wrong because yeah. he's very empathetic to why he kind of misleads Luke at the beginning. And then we see him in the prequels as, again, you know, a source of truth, a source mm-hmm. of honesty, a source of rule following in, in a good way, um, not, you know, to a fault. Mm-hmm. Um, and But now, now we see his, like, vulnerable side... And I think it's such an interesting, I don't know, an interesting take on the character. Oh, yeah. I, I love seeing it. I mean, for, yeah, especially, I mean, we, like you touched on with him talking to that Jedi and just being like, no, like, ab- abandon this. We lost. Like, like he yeah. straight up says, we lost. It's there is no fight. Yeah. Like, there's, there's no, like, don't worry about this, you know, rebellion that's coming up. Don't worry about that. Because we freaking lost. Like he lost all hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I think it adds a whole new meaning to like you know, the original Star Wars, a new hope. Because like at this point there literally is no hope. Yeah. Like yeah. Obi Wan of all people, who is such a charming, loving, optimistic guy. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a swash swashbuckling whatever. That's right. You know, like cool character and now we just see him like beat down living in a cave without any hope um and it's very dark and i think the show has a lot of dark aspects to it already um but it's good to see disney and lucasfilm not shy away from that yeah no i agree um i did i i i really do um i mean i i I love the show like i i really do um i'm i'm so excited for what is to come? Um, I think the um, one last thing I want to recap is like just that ending. Of yes. That kind of like Obi Wan, you know, and like she's creeping around. Like I'm, she's still, she's, I'm still, I'm still warming up to her. Yeah, um, yeah, I think, I, I think so am I. Um, um, but like that scene itself was very well done. Yeah. And then Obi Wan's realization that Vader's alive shook me. Oh man! Like that. That was, and he doesn't know what he looks like. He doesn't know what nope. how he's doing. He doesn't nope. know in what capacity he's alive. Yeah, he's in a back to tank probably ninety nine percent of the time when right. he's, and then the other time he's like in his suit for like ten minutes in the day mm-hmm. talking to the emperor. You know, okay. probably something like that. But like, um, that moment was was 
awesome. Uh, very well done. And you and the does such a good job of emoting there. Oh my gosh. Like where you... it was literally just like nothing else around him, like he wasn't seeing anything. It was almost like I I don't I, I don't remember I'm gonna have to go back and watch it, but like I feel like they turned like the audio down and it yeah. was just like zoning in on yep. him and his, he was like what it was almost like he like started to hear like a white noise or something like just, that I was, was I was just it was just him picturing the last time he saw Anakin I was imagining his, like a flashbang yeah like, you his know, body like, just like burning and like oh man for him to have that realization of just like I didn't finish that job he isn't dead he's probably pissed off at me he knows he he knows you know that he's got family on Tatooine so if he ever finds out that those kids are alive he knows where to look yeah that's so one thing i thought about too he probably his mind probably immediately went to luke yeah. and was just like shit yeah <laughs> and 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 also he probably he he might not even know he doesn't know what vader knows so he's like, he's like, has he just been biding his time and waiting to, you know, take Luke back and potentially, you know, groom him to be another another Sith or or what? But yeah, that that was a great scene. I I I loved the emotion in his face. Yeah. Um. And for honestly, for all of us, even though like all of us were like. Yeah, like he doesn't know, but the minute like he hears it, like we kind of like reacted as if know. we didn't know. <laughs> yeah, like, was, we were just like, oh, "That's right! Oh my gosh!" Well, there are all these things that like if we had sat down and connected point A to point B, it'd be like, well, "Yeah, that makes sense." Like, yeah, yeah. Obi Wan didn't know that Vader was alive. Mm-hmm. I look back and I'm like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, we we knew that." Yeah, but like, and then we see it, we're like, oh. and the he same thing with know. like. Leia's connection with Obi Wan—it's like, well, they had to have known each other somehow. Yeah. Like, this is how they know each other. Right? You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. There's all these little connections, and the, it's another thing that you know, kind of going along with what Deborah Chow said. Is like, this is changing your relationship with a lot of what happened in the OT. Yes, in a very good way. Yeah. Um, another thing about Darth Vader, there is a part where I think in Empire Strikes Back, it's like uh, he is the son of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, and the emperor is like, "How yeah. can this be?" And Darth Vader doesn't know. Yeah, and so that leads like I I've always been under like uh, like in the understanding of like Vader didn't know about his kids until right. he met Luke, because then he felt that. Yeah, and then in Return of the Jedi, he is like sister you have a twin sister and that's kind of darth vader's realization that both my kids i had had twins yeah Yeah. and they both survived right like so i don't think he knows that they exist yeah Yeah. until the ot okay Um, and then that makes sense yeah yeah Yeah. but um one last point grand inquisitor not dead no way i i mean yeah i we like we see him in rebels which right, takes place. Oh, true. Yeah, that's a good point. This t- unless yeah. there's another Grand Inquisitor, which potentially, but I, I, I think I think same species. Yeah. They'd, it'd be a little 
weird. Be weird. They, but like we see the Grand Inquisitor in Rebels, which takes place, I think, two years after this. Okay. Because this is seven years before seven years. Rogue One right. and A New Hope. Right. Ten years after Revenge of the Sith, Rebels takes place uh, within five years of Rogue One and A New Hope. So. Okay. So we have about two years until we see the Grand Inquisitor again. So I, don't, I mean. He's I no. We'll see. No, I, I'm sure he'll come back, and I think that's going to set up a really cool dynamic of like they're not necessarily helping. Uh, you know, the third sister. Yeah, they're almost hunting her while she hunts Obi Wan, but they're also hunting Obi Wan. That's you that's know, one like, thing I really liked. I like picked up on that dynamic. Where, yeah, like there's turmoil within the right. Inquisitors. And it costs them Obi Wan, yeah. like, like literally, like they they probably could have had him. Yeah, she could have. They were about a duel. Yeah, yeah. Something, and he hasn't touched his lightsaber in ten years, so mm-hmm. there's a good chance she would have at least survived. Mm-hmm. Um, then again, Obi Wan's, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. But um, so where do you see this going? Oh, um, I do think I do think we get. In the, if not the next episode, the episode after that, I think we get an interaction between Ben and young Luke. I've, yeah, I, I, think I think they, so I think they, even if it's a short exchange of, hey, you know, like, this is for you. Um, you know, I, I knew, I knew someone a long time ago who, um, you know, race pod race or, or something like that. Yeah. You know, like it alludes to Anakin I, and in, yeah. in you know who he is and stuff like that. Um, some some sort of exchange there. I I still I I don't see them uh, having an adventure together no. like Leia just did, just because that would make no sense. No, because Luke. I, I mean in. I see he, it being in passing. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he know because you know, in a, in a New Hope, he kind of just knows him as the old, you know, old hermit who lives out in the. Well, it's old out. Ben. But, yeah, you know, it's yeah, like right, right. He knows like, of him. He's like, he's like, yeah. he's like the town, whatever. Yeah, know? but but there's no way town he could Luke. be a Jedi. Yeah, like, like no way somebody would be looking for him. Like yeah, it, like um, he yeah exactly exactly. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. I yeah. think I think we're gonna have a moment of Luke saying something that's very reminiscent of Anakin, and we're gonna have Obi Wan kind of give him like kind of a same similar where he's like you know reminds me of yeah. someone I knew, but he's not gonna say it. But right. I think we're gonna get like a telling look from Obi Wan. Yeah. Um, Are you an angel? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'll say to Obi Wan. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> um, but. What else do you see happening moving forward? Um, you said this before before we started watching the episode, but yeah, I think we see Ahsoka. I mean, she's she's got a show coming up as well, a hundred percent. Yeah, I feel as though we see her at least once, and I really don't know, uh, you know what what they'll have her bring to the table. I don't know if it's going to be maybe even obi-wan now that he knows that vader's alive reaching out to her and being like hey did you know this <laughs> or I, yeah or or is this it? or actually i guess not because 
You just said in Rebels, that's the yeah. first time she realizes that it's him. So, well, she, the thing is in Rebels, she says, I heard like rumors that this was you, but I didn't okay. believe them. Right. right. But okay. now I know that this is you. This is you. Yeah. And like, so maybe, yeah. So maybe, maybe he says something like that and she'll, she'll deny it and just be like, that's impossible. I could be, I could see that happening. Yeah. Because yeah. like. That would make complete sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it it is it it is such a good question of like where does this where does this series end because we know what's to come and we know it kind of results in Ben Kenobi kind of living out his days on Tatooine until A New Hope. Yeah. So like, how does he get the heat off him? How does he live with just knowing that Vader is out there? And when do we get Vader? <sighs> when do we get Vader? Yeah. I mean, and what does that confrontation look like? Like, uh, the um, concept art looks like they're on Mustafar again. Like, Obi-Wan is there too? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because that's so where he probably his gets captured. Is. Yeah, he probably gets captured at some point. Or willingly goes. Um, yeah. And like... I... I see their... Con- like their... Their con- you know, confrontation being... Episode... Part 6, whatever. Yeah. Um, part of me wants it to be earlier. Mm-hmm. I want them to have two. I want two. I want right, one please. smaller one. Yes. Kind of like in Phantom Menace. Where you get Qui-Gon and Darth Maul in the desert. And it's yep. like boom, 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 boom. Get out of here. Yeah. I want something like that where it's like super quick and like holy crap he's fast and like right, holy yeah. crap he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I haven't done this in a while. And realize like and also realize that he ha- his power has grown. Little to little Rocky insane. three action, you know. Yeah, he gets he gets yeah. beat up. You know, yep. Mister T kicks his ass once, and then he goes. Oh, we want trains in California. A training montage. <laughs> yeah, with brief carga, you know, Apollo Creed, and then comes back and, and whoops his ass. Um, I would love to see something like that. Um, I, I, I honestly, that would be ideal for me. Like a little teaser, yeah. and then final episode rematch of the century. I would love that too. Yeah. God, he cuts off right all those, cuts off all those robot limbs again, and leaves them there. He's like, I hate He's you. He's on fire you now. <laughs> just be like, come on. You're like, at least kill me this time. He's like poking <laughs> this thing, like, come on, do like, something. Hey. <laughs> and don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I um I'd like to see that. Yeah. Um Yeah, before the show we were talking about like characters that we you know think might show up. Like mm-hmm. I see Qui-Gon coming up as like oh, force yeah. So Liam Neeson is a cheeky motherfucker. Mm. Almost dropped an F bomb on the show. Fudger, hey. um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Try not to. Um, but he he um, had an interview recently, and he got asked about the show, and he was like, "Would you consider coming back as Qui Gon?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh, you know, I uh, I'm kind of a snob when it comes to acting. I don't want to be a I don't want to be in the, the film series, or I, I want to be in the films, not the TV shows. You know? Like, oh yeah, you know." And uh, he he was saying he doesn't want to be in any of these. I don't think he really know, gets where TV is at right now. Yeah, that's a big right, like yeah. running joke that Liam Neeson lives under a rock. And they're like, yeah, you hear about COVID? He's like, oh no, what's that? What's COVID? And uh, but there's like this whole running joke about that. 
So I don't think he understands how that we're living in like the golden age of yeah. TV right now. But um, he said like he would come back as Qui Gon, but only in a feature film. Um, I think he's misdirecting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I probably they are the amount of you know even with the recap we had Yoda telling Obi Wan about um, learning you know, to you know communicate communi- with yeah uh, with his Qui-Gon. own master. Yeah. So. <laughs> Between that and the amount of times Qui-Gon's been name-dropped already mm-hmm. in the show, like, we're going to see him as a Force ghost. And we see we see Obi-Wan trying to reach out to him. Yeah. Reach out to him again. No luck. It's like... First time it happened, you and I looked at each other like, we're getting him. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a point where, like, you know, yeah, Liam pops up. So, um, I think we get him. We talked about, like, I even said, like, I think we might get Leia, but, like, maybe just a little... <laughs> nope. We got a whole bunch of layers. <laughs> she is the she is the reason this is happening, which makes total yeah. sense. Like we already said, yeah. Um, Ahsoka, I see more of that in a flashback, and I think okay. we, I think we are going to get flashbacks um, of you know, Clone Wars days. I, I think so. I uh, think yeah. we are going to cool. get. I think it's going to be like a cold opener, where like, like maybe the next episode, maybe episode, maybe even episode six. Mm-hmm. Um, Cold opens with a, you know, flashback with Hayden and Ewan in their Clone Wars armor from the animated series. And so bad. Yeah, they're doing some cool stuff. And then, like, Obi-Wan wakes up. Yeah. Something like that, you know? I I see something like that, and Ahsoka's there, too. I I would love to see the Clone Wars attire in live action. Mm -hmm. Um who else did we say? We I, I did say Bale Organa. Yep. Got him. Yep. Um, some people are saying Darth Maul. I don't think we're going to get Darth Maul. I think they've done Darth Maul enough. I honestly like wouldn't even want them to toss him into this. I think that'd be too many. Yeah. Too and, many cooks. And I would and I would want I would want him to be like a main focal point in the episode, and he just wouldn't be. He yeah. wouldn't be with it feeling natural. Well, right now we're dealing with Obi-Wan versus the Inquisitors. Yeah. And Darth Maul would bring in the criminal underworld. Yeah. Which, right. this is not what that's about. No. You know? Solo was a great place for Maul to be, because he mm-hmm. controls the you know criminal syndicate. Right. All that stuff that made sense. Um, but this doesn't... I don't see Maul coming to the picture. And also in Rebels, when Maul and Obi-Wan had their interaction, it was very clearly the first time they had seen each other in mm-hmm. years. But yeah. Um, that's but that was, you know, closer to A New Hope. So, yeah. so it could be. But we did um, technically see Maul. <laughs> so I'm going to cut in that. Oh, we did. And that awesome recap. Yeah, yeah, Can't get over this recap. Yeah, I, I don't have dreams about this recap tonight. Um, who else did we. Contemplate seeing um, Watto. Um, oh, give me more Watto. Yeah, Kitster. Show me what Kitster's up to. Also, um, I I think with like all the bounty hunters, um, I thought the droid. Yeah. I thought that was gonna be Forlom, who is one of the bounty hunters that the Empire employs. Oh yeah, I um, was wondering why why that looked familiar. Yeah, that, he's like type of droid. He's, he's super a, familiar. Yeah, so he's one of the bounty hunters in Empire Strikes Back. He technically didn't die though, so he's he, a droid. He can 
get repaired. Yeah, that's over true. Over that's true. Yeah. Um, that one dinosaur looking one was really super cool. cool. Oh. We all went some in. of the creature, some some the, of oh my gosh, like the prosthetics and stuff like that in here. The like the um, practicals, practical effects. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they were great in this. And they I were. loved the all of the creatures were just enough where it wasn't like you guys wanted creatures here, are creatures. Yeah, it was more than you need. Yeah, no, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good balance of like there was. One of the creatures from was it Kajit? Uh, the planet in the Rise of Skywalker with the big yes. celebration. Yeah, when he was on the transport. I saw that too. Yeah. Oh, I was wondering that because you only see like sort of the side of his face, but it looked it was the smiley same little, yeah, little like beep, 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 beep. <laughs> like what's <laughs> that's not how they talk. <laughs> I don't know why we're we not both, droids. <laughs> why did we both? Because um, they that. just look like that's what they would say <laughs> with their little smirks. They're kind of like Pooh Bear. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. It's like if Pooh Bear and Piglet had a child. Yeah, their little snouts kind of um, like move around and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So we got those, but we got familiar creatures. We got new creatures. Mm-hmm. When that dinosaur bounty hunter got up, so cool. Also, I love how Mandalorian has already set up so many things where like they all get their tracking devices. Yeah. And yeah. Obi Wan just shows up. We're like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they're just like, all right, I'm on the, I'm on the case. Star Wars is doing what they're learning from their mistakes, and they are doing what Marvel did so well of just like building things up to a point where like they throw something in, and we're like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, that they like, could send out just a universal. Here's a bounty. Yeah, and like, like oh, how do they know where he is? Yeah. Oh, because they have these trackers. Because right. Mandalorian, we know that. Right. Like. They've done this world building, and they are taking the time now, and really doing it well. Mm-hmm. Um, man, it's a great time to be alive. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh. um, but um, anybody else you see popping up? I uh, I know there were. I was mean, the, was that C three C three PO? It was. It was three PO. Okay, cool. We know C three PO and R two are in um, Bail Organa's. Uh, whatever they're his droids right yeah. now. Yeah, okay. And we see actually R two in the background of one of the shots too. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know we we saw three PO. Um, so, which I I wasn't really sure if we we're gonna see them, but I also didn't know how much we were gonna see Bail Organa and Leia. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nobody else really comes to mind. Um. That I would expect to see. The only ones that come to mind for me. Are because there are bounty hunters involved. Um, Cad Bane. Yep. They just used his live action suit. Right. Wouldn't be surprised if we see Cad Bane. Um, I don't want him to have too big of a role, but if he's in it just a little bit, yeah, so freaking cool. That'd I love, cool. I love Cad Bane. And he's um, taken on Jedi before, so like he knows what he's doing. Why wouldn't he? Yeah, he lived yeah. during the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah right. He's good. Um, and just because they are building this. Uh, Star Wars series world. Yeah. Um, you know, again, Ahsoka. But Mando, I can see him making an appearance in some fashion. Yeah. I don't know how, but I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know, again, I don't know how, but I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, and Boba. Just be like, and I'm not saying like they're going to be a big part of the show, but right. I see, I see it all connecting in a way that I can't even fathom right now. So you think we get like a super young Mando? 
Yeah, because he'd be, be... He's probably like 10 in, during the Clone Wars, so he'd be right. like 20 now. Oh, okay. Why do I think... what? How old is he supposed to be in the current? So the current... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, because that... Okay. Maybe current I'm, is... Yeah. He's probably like, what, 30 some odd? Okay, so New Hope was about seven years after Obi-Wan taking place. Right. Um, that, so that's... So, Mandalorian is taking about 10 years after New Hope. So 20 years from now. So, yeah, okay. so he's like 30-ish, yeah. 30, maybe a little that makes older. Sense. Um, so we could see like a young... A young, yeah, that we kind of infer yeah. to be. But, um, well, I guess the um, the Separatists would have to be sort of involved too, right? Because we have that flashback of um, yeah. him getting saved by... Death Watch. Um, Death Watch. Well, yeah, and like, so I, I don't know how they would do it. I'm just saying, like, don't be surprised if you get a cameo. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I can see that too, right? I don't see this show being like uh, Mandalorian Season 2, and this is not a fault of Mandalorian Season 2, it's just mm-hmm. how the story played out really well, was it was cameo of the week. Yes. Um, yeah, and it came together true. really well. Yeah. And all those cameos made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, where we got... Bo-Katan, we got Boba, we got Ahsoka, we got uh, Luke at the end, we got, you know, and it all really came together really well. I don't see this show being like that. I I feel like it being way more focused on Obi-Wan. Yeah. Um, But if we get those characters, I'm going to be pleasantly, well, I won't be that surprised because I I, I see them building this world. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think the smart idea is to just keep the focus on Obi Wan because I mean, you have Ewan McGregor, like Mike, use him. Yeah, you like, don't, and and that's nothing against Pedro Pascal because, but we love like him. yeah, but there's so much of this character that we, even though we think we understand, we just don't because you see, we know what there, we know you know, from. Revenge of the Sith, but we don't know how he becomes Old Man Kenobi. Yeah. So they've got so much to work on about like how he comes to that realization of I need to wait, I need to you know, and then one when the time is right, that's when I'll you know have Luke engage Luke, and you know he'll start his training and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I am I am so happy with this show. Me too. They and have done everything right, and yet again, it's it. It is nothing. It is nothing like I expected, and that just goes to show you that I do not belong in a writing room <laughs> at Disney because oh they constantly prove me wrong on everything. I think they. Um, yeah, I mean, this this actually was more than I thought. It, like as as a series premiere, yeah. it blew me away. Absolutely blew me away. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think a lot of it has to do with how well they pulled off a lot of bold moves. Yes. Yeah. One of which being Leia's huge part of this. But um, overall, yeah, I am, I'm pretty blown away ab- about this show so far. Um, let me make sure we're not missing anything I uh, wanted to touch on. Uh, no, I think, yeah. I think overall, like... We hit on everything we wanted to hit on. There's probably going to be some stuff that, like, we turn the mic off and we're both like, oh, about this. Yeah. But, no, overall, like, ah, 
That was great. Yeah, um, I know. They, they did a great job with it. And before we get off here, though, I do want to make some time for everyone's favorite segment. Everyone's favorite segment. Uh, Shannon segment. It's Shannon segment. Please, everybody, welcome Shannon to the show. Woo! Woo! Yeah, we love Shannon. We love Shannon. Shannon. <laughs> um, Shannon, how's it going? It's going. It's a little late, later than for me. Yeah, it's a late night here in the McGavin household. Yes, it is, but nothing old Mountain Dew camp fix. That's right. right? Whoa. Whoa, is there Mountain What do you have <gasps> yeah. for, for all our, of you, for Shannon's uh, segment yeah. today? For us, this, for the audio listeners. Yeah, this is um, a little different segment. So what we have here is a flaming Hot Mountain Dew. Flaming Hot Mountain Dew? Flaming Hot Mountain Dew? What? What is this? I don't know. We're about to find out. Explain what the bottle looks like to the viewers. So it is the most frightening bright <laughs> color of like orangish red that I've seen in a drink. Think and traffic cone on fire. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> so with a blast of heat and citrus, oh. this, you know. So is it going to be like actually spicy? I honestly have no idea. So to clarify for all the listeners at home, um, we have a Mountain Dew flaming Hot flavored uh, soda here that we are going to taste test. Um, give you, give you our honest opinions on it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And while we sip, um, I figure, you know, because we just watched Obi-Wan, I'm sure oh, yeah. you guys spent... You know, no, I haven't talked about it yet. Quite a long time <laughs> talking about it. To it. <laughs> I, I for one, would say that um, I thought it was great. I thought it was aesthetically pleasing to watch. I thought it made a lot of sense. I loved the recap in the beginning. Love the recap. That yeah. was really Fire cool. Recap. It was. It was really, really a great show, and I can't wait. For mm-hmm. Wednesday, honestly, I can't. And I loved the Grand Inquisitor, and I really hope he's not dead. I really hope he's not dead because oh, he was cool. He was calm. And then who was it? Fifth brother. Fifth brother, played by Han from. Uh, Is no it really? And he looked familiar. Oh my gosh, he did a great, great voice. Not great Han Batman Solo voice. for all the. All yeah, the listeners at home. Han from Fast and Furious. I liked him a lot. Our second Different favorite. Family. <laughs> Our second family. <laughs> I hope they, I'm sure they will, and you guys might have talked about this, but I hope they go into, like, little Luke a little bit. Like, That's they've got to. They, yeah. they, they have to. I think they're going to tread that, like, they're going to walk that line pretty, uh, I don't know the phrase, but they're going to they're gonna be very careful. They're going to tread that lightly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because they're going to tread lightly with Luke. Yeah. yeah. That's what I meant to say. Oh, it was just really good. It was a great show. I just want to so. get a one scene where he's shooting Womp Rats, man. I want him blowing those womp rats away. Yeah. So then I can be like, oh, he wasn't bullshitting us this whole time. He was really really doing it. (laughs) You know, bigger than womp rats back home. Um, But yeah, so I thought thought it was great. And um, I'm really looking forward to it. And I thought they really did a good job with um, little Leia. She did great. She knocked it out of the park. She She did great. I I mentioned she was like my biggest standout. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was definitely my most surprising standout, yes. for sure. Um, yeah. And I thought it was cool, because I didn't... I'm sure you guys may have had, like, an idea of what this was going to look like, but I did not. So, like, to go I in... Didn't, I didn't at all. Yeah. Like I knew I, Inquisitors were going to be hunting Obi-Wan, yeah. and 
that's about it. Yeah. I didn't really know what the call to action was going to be. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know much. No. Yeah. Which is exactly how I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. But let's bust this. Let's Give the, us I know. Little, little ASMR I know. I was going to say Give a little, little crack. ASMR. Crack open with. It. All right, everyone, shut up. That was so nice. like lame. Oh man, it, that was pretty good. Was the smell? Like? Yeah, we got to get smells first. That just smells like Mountain Dew. Yeah. Yeah, that's Mountain Dew. If they didn't give us enough flame and hot flavor, no, I think Mountain it's gonna Dew, be. I'm gonna have to shove some flame and hot Shannon, Cheetos I in here. on the show. Yeah, that was <gasps> yeah, I caught myself though. What were you? What was it? What was the context? That Liam Neeson is a cheeky mother f- fudger. <laughs> <laughs> you think that we'll see him? Yeah. In Taken 3? Yes. It, Didn't it, that it, happen like 10 years ago? Is there already a third one? Oh. Hey guys, uh, cheers. We're trying the Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot. All right. Hey, yeah. Cheers. Hey, some more. <laughs> Not spicy at all. And a, ooh. There's a little... Mm, it's like after. It's like pepper. A little like in the back of my throat. Just kind of like... Yeah. Hey. Yay. It's not bad tasting. I'm not sure what it tastes well, like. Shannon's pouring another yeah. one, so she likes it <laughs> enough, <laughs> enough to pour. A to give one. you all an idea of what this looks like, they're in. We're taking shots of this. Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> it's be a crazy Friday night. Right. Round two. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's really. I mean, I like it. Honestly, it tastes like an orange soda. Um, yeah. To me, uh, there's there really isn't. It's not heat. hot. It's no. just it's like that like it's just peppery like, like in your throat aftertaste yeah. kind of like in, in the back of my throat. It's if, it's not on my tongue. Or let anything. me put it this way: if I wanted to make a Bloody Mary, ooh, and get diabetes at the same time, oh, yeah. this would be my go-to. <laughs> Understood. Um, so, so any of you listeners <laughs> looking for yeah, that? Yeah, if if we've met, if we found your, you know, if, if this is our our niche um, podcast <laughs> listener, um, this is this is what you should. You get. kind of feel it in your nose a little. Yeah, much much like, like Bloody Marys and diabetes. Mm-hmm. You also feel yeah. those in your nose. Yeah. I would say, um, if you see it. You really don't have to get it. <laughs> I will really say it's don't. very underwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's n- it's nothing special. Honestly, I'd I'd rather have a code red or something. Dude, I love good code, code red. red is, yeah. I can't get over the fact that there are seventy three grams. It's incredible. I know. A hundred. What is that? I feel like they just did it to do it. Like, yeah, they're just, they were like, just like you know what. I think hey we we came with the we we came with the <laughs> recipe. It's it's looking really good. It's like we got twenty five grams of sugar. Put in seventy four. <laughs> I'm sorry. More. What? I, no, we no, said, we no, said the it was good. good. No, we said it was good. 74. I said 74. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not the best. Do you want to keep your job at Frito-Lo? <laughs> the logo is kind of cool. It's kind of badass looking. Like, I'd walk around with this in middle school and really oh, expect yeah. people to be like, well, oh, she... Oh, in high school, yeah. this was my personality. Yeah. Mountain Dew was just... Yeah, it was... I, I think we all went through... Everyone went through, like, a Mountain Dew phase. And then they were like... Yeah. It was Mountain Dew and Totino's Pizza. Totino's Pizza. Oh, man. And, man, I have a stomach of steel these days. (laughs) Years of training. I, um, yeah, so thank you guys for trying that with me. And I figure we can wrap just a little Star Wars connection again. Why don't we all say 
um, you know, the droid buddy that everyone would want to have. Oh, I love this. What a great, what a great and I want to go first. What's my okay. what's the scenario? Just like every day, just like, like regular on Earth, or like going through the Star Wars world where we need like a a battle companion. Put yourself or, into whoa. Star Wars Star Wars world. Um, but like you're not. This isn't life or death. Like you don't need them to like protect you. Like you don't. You're not fighting anyone. But they're just like my little homie. Yeah, yeah. they're like your. Your guy no, or girl, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think Colin knows who mine would be, but C three PO. I just I love C three. Dude, if there's one droid I could freaking. I kill. know yeah. it's gonna be him, <laughs> and that's I'm yeah. so it's notorious that I always like the worst parts of everything. That is just if you didn't have a follow up question for this, I was gonna ask you who your favorite, like who your. Um, Ebony Maw of Star Wars is, and you just answered it it's without me asking. It's, it's, it's 3PO. Except C-3PO no. is not the Ebony Maw no. of no. Star Wars. No. No. Ebony He's Maw deserves his own show. Like his own episode. Yeah, we can cover that in the next Shan segment. You know, if you're lucky enough to get one after yeah. this, just <laughs> I don't know. C-3, he's just like, I don't know. He's fun. Well, he's well, just cool. Like, he's he, funny. Yeah, he yeah. wants to stick to the rules. Is that fun to you? He's such a buzzkill. No, I, I like him a lot. Just, don't get me wrong. I appreciate him. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he is... If I could pick a non-droid, it'd be Jar Jar. <laughs> Dude. So, what's okay, your Colin, question? <laughs> Colin, who's What's yours? going on yeah, okay. I don't want to hear any more out of Shane's mouth right now. <laughs> I'll just take another shot of Mountain Dew. Yeah, there you go. No one's Take the bottle. <laughs> um, I... Ooh. So... I love R2, but I really think that I would go with either a Dio or BD1. Damn you. Dude, I and <laughs> I I I want to say I want to say I think Oh, BD1 is just so cute. I know. And and he, it's he's so endearing too. Or or she? Well, hey. Whoa. Hey. Hey, who oh, hey mama. But yeah, I, I, I would go with BD1. Um, he's got those cute little ostrich legs, those mini chicken legs. He just romps around with. Um, he's got a lot of character to him. But um, I think Dio is a close second because he's really cute. And I feel bad for him because I'm like, oh. He's so skittish. I know he's, he's like he, Coda. yeah. He is like he is like our dog Coda. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. No, no thank you. you. Um, okay. Well, you literally. I was word for word gonna say, my heart goes to R two because he is my OG favorite yeah. droid yeah. ever. Um, and then I was gonna say BD one. Um, but Dio was up in in the conversation. Um, but. Uh, I guess I have to make up a new answer now. Yeah, sorry. Um, no, it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> um, so like, it is very appealing to have like a little droid, like a Dio, like following you around, or like uh, BD One, like yeah. on your back. Um, but in a different, like, kind of in a different vein, I would love to have like a K two. Oh K two S O. Oh and, man. Like, I didn't I, even think of K two. Damn. He is so. Funny, yeah. like dry sense of humor, like such an ass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like he's like, 
I'll come with you. Cassian said I had to. <laughs> <laughs> and like <laughs> that that the humor they get from him in Rogue One is amazing. Yeah. I love that movie. Um but yeah, he would be a, a good homie to have. I agree. Yeah. Throughout and he would definitely watch your back too if anything ever got <sighs> if the block ever got hot. And the little like <laughs> the the moment he has with Jin and like she gives him the blaster and he's like like you, you know, whatever he says, like you, you continue to surprise me. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is really nice. <laughs> so K two S O is my my answer. That's a good answer. Colin took on the answer. It's a very good I answer. wonder. Said, like, every other droid. Yeah, other I did. Than yeah, to be fair, I said like three. Well, that's okay. <laughs> to each his own. But do you think an ATAT would count also? No, <laughs> it's not a droid. I wish is everyone it? at what home could then? see my face. People right now. pilot them. Oh, so they like do? it's technically it's a walker. Yeah. <gasps> It's an all-terrain... Well, I would take an ATAT with someone piloting them as my Should droid. you get that human with you? I'd have C3 in the ATAT. That is my answer, final answer. Is it? Call him 3PO or <laughs> I'll never call <laughs> him that because I will never... Ever since always refers is, to it as I C3. Know. When he shows up in Obi-Wan, he's like, oh, C3. Oh, I was C3. like, it's 3PO. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ever, want to say anything. We've had a really good night. <laughs> Oh, I'm during no because ever since Colin like years ago when we watched it yeah. and I called him out and you said that's not his nickname was like, I was like you know what it, it is that's now like saying, like, and now D2. oh D2. We D2. <laughs> no okay well get eight it's like BB BB eight no well uh, that's my final answer because it's my segment so C three C three piloting an ATAT following me around all day every day. Your drawer doesn't get like if that's it the does. case. If that's the case, I'm gonna get R2 and a Jedi interceptor, and that's mine. This well, oh, that's fair. And then I have a starship. Okay. <laughs> On Earth. On Earth. <laughs> my segment. My segment's over. We'll finish with one more shot. Dude, I can't take another one. I'm getting trashed. Literally, yeah. <laughs> I've already got 400 grams of sugar. <laughs> I'm not gonna sleep tonight. I, I, almost, I do have a sugar rush right now. Just like, I'm, I'm wired. This lo- the logo reminds me of something. And I don't know why. Like, what does that look like? It's the same guy that's on the Cheetos. No way. It, it literally is. Is it? Yeah. Go pull out your Costco pack. I like. No, we don't it. have them. Oh. Yeah, we didn't get them this time. Anyway. Well, hey. Yeah. You know, Shannon, we really appreciate you having on the show. Even if you have really bad tasting characters. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I'm here to stir the pot. I know. We we, we love a different that. perspective. Yeah. It's fine. But That's Obi-Wan great. was great. And can't wait to listen to what you guys have to say about it. Thanks, Shannon. We really appreciate you being on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bed. Good night. <laughs> Good night. All right, Colin. So, any uh, any last thoughts on Obi Wan Kenobi parts one and two? If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Um, and if you've listened to this, sorry, we spoiled anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely worth a watch, and I'm I'm just so excited to see where this where this series goes. Oh um, I think it's in great hands. Oh my gosh, yeah, they, these were fantastic episodes. Kept me engaged the entire time, and I will for sure be watching these again yeah how about you adrian um no same same deal like 
this lived up to the expectations, exceeded expectations. Um, you know, when we heard that this was a Deborah Chow production, that she was writing, directing every episode, uh, that gave me a lot of hope, mm-hmm. especially after seeing the episodes of The Mandalorian that she directed. Um, but knowing it was all under one director was great. It's going to be, you know, that yeah. same... Get that um, same tone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to be very consistent. And that I don't think Mando, Mando or Boba have been inconsistent. But it's nice to have the same style for, you know, mm-hmm. six episodes. So I'm excited to see where this goes. I think there are so many... So many places it could go. There is no one direct, like, oh, after these first two episodes, we know where this is going. Right. Like, we know there's a lot on the line here, but we don't know where the next four episodes are going. So I'm really excited to see that. I'm excited to see more Hayden. Excited to see more Ewan, obviously. I know we're going to get some more surprises. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just such a treat that we're living I know. during this time. Of I, can't, like, I can't believe it. You know, like, especially as prequel kids, like... This is this is a, a a real treat for us. So now I'm just excited to see where this goes and to see uh, uh, just what they do with Obi Wan and especially how they cap it off and mm-hmm. if they're going to be a season two, whatever it be. But you know we're kind of jumping ahead there. But no, I'm very excited. Um, I, I really want to do more you know reaction episodes, even if it's over Zoom, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, that's that's that's. I think I've said everything I got to say about this show. Of course, when we, like I said before, once we turn off the mic, there's gonna be a bunch of stuff I want yeah. to say. Um, so next episode of Donut Squad Radio, um, we're gonna be going over my Pixar ranking of over the last few months. I've been watching all the Pixar movies in uh, release order, and I'll be ranking all of them one through twenty-five. I've really enjoyed this process, so tune in to hear what I've thought about all the Pixar movies. Um, we have The Boys season three dropping next week. One thing I'm very excited about. Really excited for that. Um, today, Stranger Things four yeah, drops. We'll definitely give our thoughts on Stranger Things part part one. Yeah. Part so. One so we'll be doing uh, some reviews on that. I know I'm going to probably binge it yeah. Um, yeah. this weekend. We have a three-day weekend. Um, we have Lightyear coming up, and mm-hmm. we talked about that a lot. I'm really excited about that. I do want to kind of dive into it a little bit more. Um, and then, obviously, we'll be talking about Windu. We'll be talking about Celebration, Star Wars Celebration, their annual con that they do, their convention, talking about everything New in Star Wars, a few new series, a few new movies coming out. We've had a lot of announcements, so we'll be going over that, um, as well as a lot of stuff that they talked about in Vanity Fair uh, with their you know cover piece and everything, um, with all the new Star Wars series coming out. So, a lot to cover. Um, if you like what you're hearing, please go follow us on Instagram at Donut Squad Radio, all one word. Um, Feel free to check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and please hit that follow button on there as well. Um, send us some comments, send us some topics you want us to hear, some lists that we can make, ranking our favorite movies, our favorite whatever it may be. Uh, we're happy to take suggestions, but um, this has been a blast. Yeah. I am so excited to see everything that we have coming out. Oh, we have Miss Marvel coming out too. We'll be talking about yeah, that. That looks good too, yeah. Um, but She-Hulk doing a a CGI renovation. Um, 
But I think that's all we got here for tonight. So, hey, from Donut Squad Radio, I'm Adrian. And I'm Colin. And remember, not to go nuts, but Donuts Squad Radio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll come up with something better than that. Woo-hoo. Yeah, woohoo! And good night. <laughs>